Hello, everyone. It is March 2nd, 2021, and you are listening to the best podcast. My name is Griffin Reynolds, and I'm joined as always by my best friend and pal, BJ Guest. Hello, it is me, best friend and pal, BJ Guest. And we are so happy to be joined today by Alex Melton. Alex, thank you for joining us. Hello, guys. Uh, very nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. This uh, should be fun. I'm, re- I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Oh, God, the expectations are so high already. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Alex, what we normally do is we start off talking about what we've been doing over the past week. Um, since you're the guest, we're going to let you go first. What have you been doing since last Tuesday evening around 830? (laughs) (laughs) Very specific. Um, well, uh, I'm, I'm in the process of moving. I'm selling a house, buying a house. A lot of stuff goes on there. Um, which means a lot of stuff in here in this room is like, getting packed away and the whole house getting packed away home inspections uh appraisal reports uh meetings with with all kind of people trying to get the the dang uh, mortgage approved and bank statements and then also working and then also doing trying to figure out how i'm going to make music without having the studio for the next month or so so that that's the that's the short story version and you managed to be, you managed to work us in to be a guest on our podcast. Thank you so much. Because yeah. <laughs> any free moment during all of that, I'm sure, is a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and you chose to spend it here with two people you don't know. Oh, hey, these, these are so weird, Griffin. Like, I don't like know. We kidnapped yeah. him via, via Discord. <laughs> Sometimes I feel fun. like that. <laughs> I'm glad to come on here and do this. These are always fun. Absolutely. And I did a terrible job introducing you. So... Everyone, if you don't know who Alex Melton is, you're doing it wrong. Um, so Alex Melton, I found him through his love story TikTok, which now has 4.9 million views. Wow, I didn't even know that. <laughs> since, okay. uh, since July 27th, uh, 2020, when you posted that, um, since then, like 208,000 followers on TikTok and 138,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, creator of beautiful music turning regular songs into pop punk songs and pop punk songs into country songs so i think i covered all the bases yeah that that was a fantastic introduction thank you <laughs> i think i should be able to introduce you well since i listen to you every day <laughs> <laughs> i listen to me every day too and i have i have trouble sometimes <laughs> telling people what's about. how is that do you do you like regularly like go back and just go through your spotify or do you Kind of well, just pop around, or so I I uh, I go through these phases where I'm like, man, I wish I wrote more better original music. Then I'll go listen to my original music. And I'm like, hey, this is pretty good. And then I'm like, it nah, is. it's it's trash. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> and it goes back and forth. Right. And then it's a lot of reference listening to like, okay, like this is how this mix sounded. For so for the new song, I have to make it sound like this type of thing. Oh, okay. I, I, d- I definitely understand that editing this podcast, listening to yourself just speak is probably the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I have a terrible voice, I learned. Like, once we started this, I sound awful. Everybody like hates s- their own voice. <laughs> yes. I'm, so, I'm so nasally. <laughs> um, but, Beach, what have you been up to this week? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Um, I, I picked up Mario 3D World slash... Bowser's Fury for me and my son Miles to play together. It's all right. It's okay. Um, I I mm-hmm. have seen really good things about that game. I really want to get into it. Um, 
I know that people said if it had, it it's so close to Odyssey that it's like really scratching that itch for people. Yeah, yeah, especially Bowser's Fear is really this like open world thing, but mm-hmm. it, it feels like every five, maybe ten minutes, big evil something or other Bowser pops up and just destroys you unless you get a cat shine. Everything in this game is cat related, by the way. The birds have cat ears. The trees have cat ears. Like, everything has cat ears. And so my wife is just staring at me and my son just playing with cats on our Switch. And so if you've it's really super good. If, this is really how people get furry fetishes. <laughs> Put me in that Mario cat suit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're missing in our in our our marriages. Cat costumes. <laughs> Since Megan is here on Twitch watching us live, you can watch yeah. us live on Twitch on uh, Tuesday evenings around 8.30 we go live. Um, and that's where we do the live version of this podcast. And then we usually put that up around Wednesday at 7 a.m. Look at you. Speaking of cat fetishes, have you guys seen Cats? Like the the new musical Cats? It's a hard no for me. Dude, no. It's, it is, it's hard. Like it's not good. Let me let me go ahead and state it is not good. But I've there's heard. just something about watching that stuff. Like <laughs> I, Idris Elba as a cat, like shaking his asshole. Like there's something about it that you kind of have to like. Are we here again? Appreciate, but <laughs> I don't know. Just the spectacle I, I, of it all. I think exactly. It, I think when it first came out, um, I think we had Evan on. Uh, on a D&D thing yes. and we got on this train about talking about the movie Cats and I think Judy Dent's real life human hand is visible <laughs> for some reason it's like they forgot to do the thing like the CG on it and it was in the movie theater and people were like that's her real hand <laughs> the guy just was too tired of doing cat holes <laughs> and just completely missed Judy Dench Dame Judy Dench's hand <laughs> in the CGI process <laughs> I don't know so, how we got here Anyway, uh, Martin, no, no, no. Let me finish. Uh, Bowser's Fury is great. When you get the Giga Bell, you become a giant kaiju Mario cat thing. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You can see Alex's uh, reaction on twitch.tv slash the best podcast. Give a good little head, head shake. A little man. head swallow. What you got going on? Oh, man. It's, it's just a Mario game. Yeah. And then 3D Worlds, you know, just 3D World from the Wii U. Yeah, so it was from the yeah. Wii U, the console that nobody played. Yeah, yep. Um, doing that, I started the Wheel of Time book series because of our friend Corbin. It's, it's, I'm going through it. It's freaking 30 hours long, Griffin. A 30-hour long audible. The, yeah. the one book is 30 hours long? Mm-hmm. And there's like 11 books or something crazy? Oh, shoot. There's 11? I don't know. I know there's a lot. I couldn't have finished Dune. I don't know if I can... <laughs> I don't know if I could commit to 11 30-hour-long books. I, I don't know, man. That seems aggressive. I don't know. He likes that, I, I told you not to start. He he's It's like he's so obsessed with it. I just want to be his friend. I want to be better friends with Corbin. So, I'm doing that. <laughs> Anyways... Five hours in, so I, I I guess I can't turn back now. I mean, you read the first ten pages of Dune like five times. I I <laughs> still like, don't. Gonna... I have no idea what's going on to Dune. I literally 
no cons. I can't wait for that movie to tell me what I what I read. <laughs> you're like, I no the idea. Op- the opening scene, you're gonna be like, I know this, and then that's it. That's it. You know, a weird thing is, I you know when you read a book and you kind of imagine, I imagine actors in these positions, even though I know they're not like described. There's one who I think should be Jack Black for some reason. Like the way they describe the guy, I was like, that sounds like Jack Black to me. <laughs> so. I'm sure he would it. do it. <laughs> Speaking yeah. Have you? Come on. I can't with you right now. Um, have you seen his? I think he. I don't know if it was on his YouTube or if he has a TikTok or whatever the video is from. I saw it on Twitter where he dressed up as Thor, and just like shirtless with the cape, and it's like all these lightning effects, and it's like ACDC in the background. I have not. I it's don't follow Jack Black that great. You should follow Jack Black. <laughs> I think that, that was that. a TikTok, right? Or, or yes, or, uh, okay. it was something. It was all, I saw it on Twitter, but it very much could have okay. been a TikTok. Yeah, he's uh, he's wilding on TikTok for real. Because he had had um, he had started like a gaming channel on YouTube, I think. Also, T Pain has a gaming channel on YouTube, and I'm all about some T Pain. <laughs> what? That's what? Yeah, Nap- some, of my, some of my friends tune into that. Nappy Boy Gaming. <laughs> this is all news to me dude i you know i love t-pain that tiny desk concert is one of my favorite youtube videos of all time he's a charming individual <laughs> you're so nice <laughs> the nicest guest we ever had on this, on this podcast <laughs> sorry andrew um <laughs> so is that all you've been up to beach literally is all i've been up to raising all children right. so I went to Buffalo, New York this weekend. Home of the Buffalo Wild Wings. Home of the chicken wings, because I don't think you're supposed to call them buffalo wings in Buffalo. What? Why? I don't know. They're just chicken wings. <laughs> Interesting. Did you know the first buffalo wing came out in night or they the first time oh, they God, made <laughs> the chicken wing? It's in their airport. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> It was 1969, and I was like, nobody fried a chicken wing before 1969? Hey, nice, right? Nice. Nice. Yes. Nice. Nice. Uh, But So I went to go visit Amy, because that's my wife, and she is up there on her veterinary school rotations, so she's got another two weeks there, but um, a lot different weather than here in South Georgia. Uh, We went rented some snowshoes and hiked to go see like this big frozen waterfall. We saw Niagara Falls from the New York side. Obviously we couldn't go into Canada. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. And please don't tell the New York department of public health because I'm supposed to be quarantining still. <laughs> and I flew home. I'm a snitch. You're going to make me <laughs> mad about something. I'm a rat your ass out. <laughs> hey, I've been vaccinated. So, it's a lot it's better i think you get some leeway if you've been vaccinated um but during that flight i played more fire emblem three houses on the switch um and that's pretty much all i've been doing because i was there for an extended period of time over the last week so and catching up on podcasts that's my favorite thing to do when i travel because oh so you finally listen to dungeons and daddies no god It's that and Ted Lasso with you. I promise I'll do it. How have you not seen Ted Lasso? Um, Alex, new friend of the show, pal. Have you seen Ted Lasso? Oh, 
God, I know. I can just see in your face. I can just see in your face. <laughs> there's there's several shows, right? There's several shows on the list. It's a list. It's a list called. How have you not seen this yet? <laughs> uh, that's that. Yeah, that it's ever growing. To be honest with you. Oh, I completely get that. I have I actually have a a list on my phone. When people's like, when people are like, you have to watch this. I'm like, all right, I'll put it on the thing. And um, they won um a Golden Globe for that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, Jason Sudeikis, I believe. Yes, won and I think like he was on that actor. video call high as a kite. I've seen the memes. I'm a big fan of Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, love Jason Sudeikis. Um, probably some of his best work was the Hopeless Wanderer music video from ah. <laughs> yes. Mumford and Sons, which I, if you know what I'm talking about, it's hilarious. If you don't, you're like, what? After listening or watching this, go watch the Hopeless Wanderer music video. When it came well, out, I, I think... The guys I lived with and I watched it a hundred times. <laughs> that was at, like at the height of all those dudes' popularity too. I think. <laughs> yes. And how they got him to look just like everybody in Mumford was crazy. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's a work of art. <laughs> That's all I've been doing. Um, so now we are going to move into the next part of our show, which is the news. And BJ, I think you have something you'd want to share. <sighs> Alex Melton is here. He sings songs for us, our dears. And he makes some great brews. Because it's time for the news. That was so good. <laughs> it's it's slowly, the, the news jingle is slowly getting better and better. I'm just ready for it just to <laughs> fall to shit again. Just Alex, tumble we do back a, down. Um, we do a weekly news jingle. I want to say that was sublime. Thank you. No one's ever called me sign before. <laughs> um, and it's getting better and better. Last week you broke out your son's guitar. Yeah, and that was great. Um, first, what's it called? First act. Where the like kids' oh, the guitars Walmart, called the Walmart. Yeah, brand. brother. First act. Yes. <laughs> um, I've had to panic get some of the first act. I'm going to say paraphernalia from Walmart. That sounds a little sus. They're crack crack pipes. It's not great. It's not great equipment. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, But, you know, for your three-year-old, I'd probably say it's great. Got to start somewhere. He loves swinging and around like a baseball bat. So money well spent. Money well spent. (laughs) He's just practicing. <laughs> He's going to replay. Uh, is it Jim Belushi in Animal House? I can't remember which. Uh, John character. Belushi. John Belushi, where he just beats the guitar to death. Yes. <laughs> He's walking down the stairs. Go, go, go. That's my favorite. <clears throat> so, BJ, you have some news this week. I have two, th- I have three things of news, which is three more than ever. Uh, Kotaku article by Ian Walker, or Ian Walker, good luck, um, about Niantic, the Pokemon Go, Harry Potter, Wizards Unite ingress never heard of that pretty much reportedly has punished over 5 million cheaters since january of 2020 and has banned a million players from pokemon go first thing if you're cheating at pokemon go what are you doing why are you cheating at pokemon go <laughs> what qualifies is cheating just hacking in hacking in pokemon your, poke- or- your pokemon i don't know is it is it one of those things where they fake locations or something? 
I I have no idea. They didn't which, say they were I just like, like cheaters, they, which is such a broad yeah term. I don't know. Mm. I know hacking in Pokemon is a really big problem in like the competitive scene of Pokemon, but I, I don't. I, I guess maybe you can. Can't you transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Sword and Shield? Sword and Shield. But and then, what I'm thinking, what they're doing is probably the items that they get you to pay money for. Is that they're hacking those in, so they're losing profit? Can't that's get my money. Pr- that's probably what it is, because I don't think sense. they. I don't think they care when it doesn't cost them anything. <laughs> yeah, who Fair cares? Point. Who cares about your shiny, perfect IV Torchic? Not me. <laughs> that's for damn sure. <laughs> it's um, like, oh, but you hacked in Pokeballs that you should have paid I for. I can't get my five dollars. Nah, straight Banned. to jail. Straight, straight to, to jail. jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's one thing. So, also, Harry Potter Wizards Unite as a thing. I don't know what that is. I, <clears throat> it's basically Harry Potter Pokemon Go. Um, oh, I, what do I, I collect? Spells? Demons? Different, different. Um, I played it for a little while when it first came out, and then I was like, okay, this is just one of those things. <laughs> um, you know, there's location based, you know, trials and things like that, just like catching Pokemon or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think you just collect a bunch of different items, like different stuff you do. You can get these items, and you're trying to fill out your compendium of, of Harry Potter-related items. Can we just, like, battle teams of first years against each other? How about how about that? Hazing. Hazing. Do you, yes. think, do you think there was hazing in Hogwarts? Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wasn't the only one who read between the lines about the prefix. They... Yeah, for sure. Dude, I Uh, think some wild stuff happened like in like the early days of the magic schools. Could you imagine just like, all right, we're starting some school. Everybody here can do magic. (laughs) We they like haven't figured out all the kinks yet. (laughs) Like they're like, Oh, we should have put we should have put a spell around that thing. Or uh, just seven children up. were eaten by the giant dog that's on the third floor for some reason. Mm, put a lock on it. Put a lock. It's like on the, it. the thing oh. that people say where you uh, you have to you have to have something go wrong and then make a rule about it so nobody that's else. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how Hogwarts runs. Hundred percent. We wait till someone dies and then we then we fix it. That's a, oh, there was an opening on this tower that you could just fall off of. We should put some bars right. There's kids here. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, I mean, DJ, we went to public school. There was fights all the time. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh. I mean, just (laughs) drag out. And it's not like it's a private school that they applied to. They're just magic, so they have to go. (laughs) It's like against the law if you don't go, I think. Is it really? Because then you're just like untrained. I know you get spam mail from all the owls and stuff. <laughs> if you were, you'd like refuse. <laughs> this is our third time trying to contact you about your car warranty from Hogwarts Auto. Please. <laughs> you think um, they only did that for Harry Potter, or they do that for every kid? Probably just Harry Potter. Imagine the amount of money and time for well, a I mean, Weasley. Nah, hell, they're not making anything. I mean, you're not. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I'm loving that this is this is our vibe now. <laughs> it's the Harry Potter, <laughs> which this place 
perfectly into um I actually have some Harry Potter related news. So that um oh, really? Yeah. That um Hogwarts Legacy game that we've been talking about that got delayed, the new Harry Potter RPG mm-hmm. they're making. Um they are they made a point to come out and say that there will be trans inclusive character creation, which I think is great. Um, especially with the controversy surrounding J.K. Rowling and her beliefs and I'm going to say non-inclusiveness surrounding some of that stuff. Um, yeah. But it's great that they kind of got out in front of that and they're like, you could, I mean, and, and it's funny to me that they seem to be going above and beyond and saying, okay, this is, this is how we're including it. This is what we're doing different. Blah, blah. And I love a good character creator, you know, just, I love, you know, being able to fine tune things like, and then you got like, I hate to go back and shit on cyberpunk, but then you have cyberpunk 2077 where you could literally have robot limbs and be futuristic and all this crazy stuff. And I feel like the creator creator was so lacking in that department. Like, I don't know. I just hope they do this right here. They see where everybody was mad about that. And if you're going to bring up your character creator and say, we're going to do something good with it, you really got to stick the landing on that. Yeah. But kudos to them. I think that's awesome. Cool. Hey, do you guys remember Paramount Plus? That that uh that series that got that shoved down our throat during the uh, Super Bowl? Yes, because they played the Super Bowl at Paramount Mountain. God, yeah. How <laughs> wild was that? <laughs> um, they are doing a Fraser Frazier continuation. I know only one person who's excited about it. Our good friend Evan. Um, they're doing Rugrats. Like a weird claymation thing, which okay. I haven't. We haven't had a good claymation thing in a while. I don't think it was like Chicken Run and Christmas specials. Oh yeah. Chris, oh, Griffin, dude. just go, I'll go ahead and take my my mic off. You can go ahead and talk about these Christmas specials for eighty eight years. Because good God, you and your family. His father literally per like makes his Facebook profile picture the um the bugemeister the, the bugemeister every damn Christmas every <laughs> December first well, that joker like, pops up on my feet it's like the day after Thanksgiving boom bugemeister profile picture <laughs> um but I've actually got some Paramount Plus news too it's this is crazy um so they also in that announcement I think they said that they are making a Halo series um which would be cool i mean i i I don't know it it, it could be neat i remember a few years ago they did there was like a live action halo thing i think that started as like a youtube series or something like that that was really good um but if they could do something like that i think it'd be good anything Mm -hmm. to bring halo back to the forefront of gaming because it has just fallen so far isn't there a game coming out yeah so the halo 5 is coming out five yeah i think we're past five we're past five. It's Halo ODST. Nope. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> Halo it's Halo Birth by Sleep. Three five eight. <laughs> by he two. got the joke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. If you could say say some obscure Kingdom Hearts game, it's I like, get a snort. God, this this. <laughs> I don't even need to interview anymore, Alex. I'm happy now. <laughs> I got a snort out of the man. Shit. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Um, I'll think of it. Oh God, what is the new Halo game called? All right, BJ, give give me something else here while I look this up. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and steal from your news because I'm done. Uh, There was the Pokemon Present, uh, new Pokemon Snap, uh, April 30th, 2021. I am too pumped for this. 
I'm gonna take I some good ass pictures. I'm gonna put some <laughs> sexy filters on these Pokemon. Mm. <laughs> so there is something that I think might be a problem with this is that they are allowing to you like to upload your pictures, but you can upload it with the stickers and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some Pokemon like sex references, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that's you know the I mean? risk. I think that's the risk you take. And uh, they're rolling roll the dice. There's probably going to be some peaches on there, maybe some eggplants. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Big old yeah. onyx eggplants. You got um, you got to give them the creative freedom that that <laughs> they deserve. You know. Let these seven year olds soar, for God's sake. <laughs> we um, but we <clears throat> it's like we had we walked with Microsoft Paint so that these seven year olds could <laughs> run with the new Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> God. I haven't thought about Microsoft Paint in the longest of times. <laughs> it's great for resizing pictures. That's the only thing I use it for. Mm. When it's something, when you're like uploading something, it says must be within so and so and so and so pixels. You can do oh. that on Microsoft Paint. It's really easy. Smart. Didn't think um, about that. So it Take is Halo Infinite. I can't believe I kept forgetting the name of that game. Um, the biggest so, number. Yes, Infinite. There's <laughs> no done. more. They're done. Listen. I bet you it's the last one. The next one is to Infinity and Beyond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> infinity plus <laughs> plus one <laughs> so since you brought it up bj you brought up the pokemon presents um <clears throat> the next thing they talked about was the brilliant diamond and shining pearl remakes that will be coming out later this year people have been asking for those for a long time ever yeah. since we had um heart gold and soul silver Right, those are the last remakes. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. No, nope. Omega what? Ruby, Omega Alpha Ruby. Sapphire. Yes. You poser. You I played you. those. I played those. <laughs> did you? Did you though? Yeah. But um, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. So they're going through and remaking those. They, I don't, I don't know if I'm sold on the art style they picked because they look like little cheapy characters. I don't know. I think it's fine. I mean, it's a kids. I mean, let's. I, okay. At the end of the day, it's a kid's game. You're right. You know what I mean? If you're going to be mad about the, the little doll-shaped characters, what you doing? Can I just tell you, I was just had this conversation with Amy and being trying to explain. It's like, no, it's for, it's for they have to cater to adults now because we grew up with their games. <laughs> it's I mean, that's, it's, it's kind of real. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they and they kind of are. They're remaking these games. They're making a new Pokemon Snap. I mean, only people who played N64s know what that is. <laughs> and you know who has the money is is the millennials in their 30s now. So That's right. What are you going to do? I mean, the birth rate is so low because people are having kids and they're just spending money on crap. <laughs> they're too busy playing Pokemon to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> um. But that's awesome. But then the next thing they announced was crazy. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is early 2022, which is, looks like a completely open world, <clears throat> even more open world than what they did with Sword and Shield. Um, set in, I think you described it, BJ, Shogun era Sh- Sinnoh. Yeah. Looks awesome. Yeah. Like it's creeping through the grass, throwing Pokeballs. <laughs> it was, looks awesome. Yeah. And I wonder if it was just the way the presentation looked, and it, since it was such an early build, it looked really framey, like it was really a low frame rate. I'm sure, but we'll see. I mean, where they we go can't. With that. They can't end it with toy diamond and pearl. You know, you gotta no. 
Well, I mean, I think something. people, I think people still would have been happy with a Diamond and Pearl remake, but because I think this really caught everybody off guard. Oh yeah, I wasn't expecting them to do what we've been asking them to do. <laughs> Wanted Pokemon to disappoint again. I was prepared. <laughs> it's like, oh, the same thing in a slightly different way. $60? I was one hundred percent prepared okay. for the uh, just for them to talk about that Pokemon Unite that um that MM MOBA whatever thing game. Mm-hmm. I was a, like, my soul was ready to be disappointed by them, but now Pleasantly I get to play surprised. Pokemon God, you know. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> so that was not not the only presentation we got this week. Um, I just we mentioned it last week. Uh, the PlayStation State of Play was last Thursday. Um, I just wanted to run through a little bit of that. They announced a um, Final Fantasy VII remake Intergrade which will be for the PS5. It's like a graphical overhaul for the new console. And then they're adding um, some new characters, some new some new scenes, that kind of thing. It's a free upgrade. But I really hate that it's only on the PS5 because a lot of people can't get PS5s. And they have been playing this game on PS4. So I don't know. We'll see if that's taken over well or if they somehow back that up and say, oh, it's also for PS4 at some point if people get mad enough. Um, Kena Bridge of Spirits will be released on PS4 and PS5 August 24th. And then um, the Hyperlight Drifter uh, Heart developer Heart Machine, their new game, Solar Ash, will come out in um, 2021 on the PS4 and PS5. And finally, <clears throat> something new that we saw in that was the um, developer, Absol- oh, I'm sorry, Slow Clap, who developed Absolver, which is like a combat style game released a trailer for a new game called Sifu, S-I-F-U, which was basically the um, Daredevil hallway fight scene, the game. <laughs> I mean, get behind that. I Everybody's saw that. favorite part of Daredevil. <laughs> That's Just right. Milk it. Um, it looked really cool. It was like, I think it's like a, it's a martial arts style game. If you die, you age and you like keep going through it. it seems pretty cool. What if I play it and I'm, you know, bad at games because i am bad at games am i like gonna be like in a walker at the end like not you physically <laughs> no no you know what <laughs> i mean like is my is my dude gonna be just like Burr! you're not like, j- you're not jacking in the matrix to play this <laughs> sword art online in that junk <laughs> but like i don't know it, that's a good question i wonder if i like start over and then if i start over am i a baby fighting people in the then hall? you get they just they're like all right baby Go down that hallway, fight these people. <laughs> just tumble out of the womb. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like you start like a, uh, you know, like a twenty-something, and then you know, blah 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 blah, keep dying, dying, dying. Start over as a baby. You're like, what? <laughs> Figure it out, boy. <laughs> you just keep. It's then it's just baby murder, and you can't put that in a game. Nah, nah, you can't do that. That's bad. That's bad publicity. Um, some more quick news I have here. Um, Epic Games buys Fall Guys. So um, Epic Games, the creator of Fortnite, has purchased Fall Guys, and I think that's pretty cool. And, you know, they're a developer. Um, I mean, Fall Guys is still pretty big, still going strong. Uh, probably not in its heyday like it was a little while ago, but I know people still yeah. play it. Um, the Nickelodeon Animations opens Avatar Studios to continue the animation of Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Legends of Korra. They're making a movie and a new series, apparently. Is it is it going to be on Paramount Plus? Probably. 
And then God. we're going to have to buy Paramount Plus. Damn it. I, can't, I don't <laughs> want to add it to our, our cheating teamwork that we do with our all our streaming things. <laughs> it's not even like a money situation. We got that figured out. It's just like a point of pride now. I've I know, shitted I on this thing so much. <laughs> we were like, Paramount? Nah, what do they have? And this is the one thing they have that I want. <laughs> They're like, hey, nerds. Avatar. <laughs> Every service has the one, like thing that everybody wants to see yeah it's, like, it's gonna God. be their mandalorian wandavision yeah. the literally the only reason adults have disney plus i think yeah for the most part at least and the taylor swift documentary don't forget that i haven't watched that i don't i don't know anything about that dude it's pretty good i, I said this okay. two weeks ago i think now this is a taylor swift stan uh podcast so <laughs> you're in a safe space <laughs> to talk about taylor swift very good because i went into great detail talking about her re-releasing all her albums oh yeah just yeah, to, what a just move. To give a big old f you to scooter Braun and all those guys so his so. name is scooter scooter oh, <laughs> god what a douche anyway <laughs> <laughs> so and then henry, henry cavill teases a mass effect tv or movie project super excited about that if he like gets to play Shepard, that seems awesome. You know he's gonna play Grunt. That's my I guy. So um. So and then finally, I, my last little bit of uh, oh no, I forgot about this Spider Man Three: No Way Home. What? What do you think of the title? I like the title, but I'm so mad. I was so close. I was so close to being right. I said can't go home. Damn it! So so close. So close. They should have called me. What, um, what do we think it means, though? Theories? So, okay. oh, the, oh, oh! You want to get us to Spider-Man theories? <laughs> so, the, my quick theory is <laughs> not take not not excluding all of the multiverse thoughts. So, Spider-Man is now viewed as a murderer. Because huh. of the end of the most recent Spider-Man, where Mysterio's like, "He killed me," like I'm, you know, whatever, blah blah, blah. They and did put do that to and him. put his, they like said, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and he murdered me, and <laughs> so that was literally the where we left Spider-Man at. So can't go home. I mean, they know where he lives. They know who his family is. You know, that yeah. might be one of those things. But I completely forgot about that. I think you're right. Yeah. Beach, what do you think? Okay, here's here's my theory. <laughs> it's going to start off with that because you can't, you cannot, not use J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons, like the man's gold. The man is J. Jonah Jameson, like perfect casting. And it's going to start off with that. That's going to be Act One. But then Doctor Strange shows up, does magic stuff because we're at that wacky point of the Marvel universe now. Are you caught up on WandaVision, my new friend Alex? Is it on the list? Is it on the list? I I, I just, I'm too far behind on so many Marvel things. Anyway, I'm not afraid of spoilers if that's what's about to happen. No, 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 I'm not going to spoil it because I'm a man of honor. I will not do that to you. We we definitely have spoiler talk, which is going to most likely be our episode next week because this Friday is the finale episode of WandaVision. Um. We have oh, done man. our best not to talk about it outside of the, this is our allotted time to talk about it. <laughs> our wives won't listen to us about it. No. I'm like, babe. That's fine, honey. This okay. happens. She's like, 
She's like, you know, I watched half of Iron Man 2. God, Amy. <laughs> I was like, we're going to watch all the Marvel movies. And she's like, okay. And we like watched, <laughs> we like in chunks watched Iron Man 1. And then we watched Iron Man 2, half of it. And that's it. <laughs> we did sense. not make it very far at all. But back to my theory. Things are going to get weird because the whole Marvel Universe has gotten very wonky. Doctor Strange pops up. Multiverse hopping or multiverses come together. And then, I don't know. He kisses Mary Jane because me, I kiss Mary Jane, I guess. You have to. You think we gotcha. get a you think we get a Gwen Stacy in this universe? I don't know. Maybe. What about your boy, Jamie Foxx Electro? You've Y'all <laughs> dude, no, 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 no. Jamie Foxx Electro, I'm so bummed. Because oh, he plays such a good, like nerdy, sad guy. He had like messed up hair. He's like, Spider Man knows his my knows my name. And it was his birthday, Griffin. It was that man's birthday, and no one came to his party. That's how I felt when we started this podcast and Alex said my name. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> if he doesn't love me, I'm going to a villain murder half of New York. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, was that all of your theory? I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, that's done. My last bit of news is something that I could have sworn already existed. Seth Rogen started a weed company called Houseplant. Is he just selling stuff out of his house? Like, I get, well, I mean, it, I, business? I'm just like the man most associated with smoking weed now has a weed company. <laughs> yeah, that's but, it. What, what is it? Is it literally just selling selling weed? It's selling weed, and then they, I think they also sell. You know how he does? I don't know if you follow him on social media, but he does the um, the he does a lot of ceramics. Like he makes his own pots and he makes his own ashtrays and yeah, this that the other. I think they do that as well. Wow. I would definitely buy cool. one of those. If like a handmade Seth Rogen vase, <laughs> it seems pretty cool. I imagine demand is going to not even come close or no supply won't even come close to the demand on that kind oh, of thing. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. And I, you know, and I think it's, since he's Canadian, I think it's a starting in Canada thing. And then I think they are reaching into California first and only at the moment, maybe Colorado. I don't know, but I think it's obviously just like we in the United States, very limited into where yeah. you can be. It ain't down here in the South. Jesus don't like that marijuana boy. You'll go to hell. You'll absolutely <laughs> go to hell. Enjoy burning. <laughs> speaking of being down South. Speaking of going to hell. <laughs> speaking of going to hell. Okay, I got this. I got this. Come on, come on. Come speaking on of going to hell with your rock music and your partying, and yes. speaking of being in the South where country music lives and thrives, Alex Melton is on this podcast to talk about his music, and we're going to ask him some questions, and it's going to be great. How about that for a transition? Amazing. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> really brought so, some footloose vibes into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I was really going. Um, so, obviously, our t- main topic of this week, we have Alex Melton here. We're going to talk about... Everything that we could think of to ask him that probably hasn't been asked a thousand times. <laughs> Beautiful. Beach, want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to quickly erase all my questions because then you did the 
whole like has been asked a thousand times. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I, no, you go first. Get what's all your zodiac? What's your zodiac sign? <laughs> Are you a Gemini? I'm feeling Gemini. What's your second guess? Shit, I don't know any others. Taurus, Leo, Sagittarius. Sag- shit, I gotta look that up. I don't know what a Sagittarius means. <laughs> well, me neither. It means you're abrasive. You're abrasive, according to my my lie. Well, um, fuck you. <laughs> there it is. The first me yeah. thing Alex has said on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, that, sorry, that was my Sagittarius coming out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Can't help it, Sagittarius. Um, so, Alex, what is? I like to ask people who aren't just Griffin when they we drag them onto the show. Like, what is your favorite movie? What is your favorite game? What is your favorite TV show? Yeah. Okay, I, I am indeed not Griffin, but um, you're not. <laughs> uh, no. So I, it's become a bit of a meme in my life at this point. Um, I just say The Matrix. When people Classic. ask me my, my favorite movie, I say The Matrix, and it's kind of an inside joke with my with my friends because, as we've kind of hinted at or, or in throughout the conversation, I don't consume a lot of media, so that's kind of like the last relevant thing that I sat down <laughs> and really absorbed <laughs> was in 1999 <laughs> or whenever The Matrix came out. Like I the, really love the, the trilogy. Okay, I, like- I, I well. I guess the, the the extended universe, all of it. I'm I'm on board for it. You know. How do you feel about the the new Matrix, the the one they're coming out with, with old Keanu Reeves? I I haven't really dug into any details about it. I think I I saw that it was getting made, and I was like, well, that will disappoint me, and I'll just move <laughs> on. And you now have all the details about the new Matrix movie. <laughs> <laughs> Old Keanu, I do. I'm a fan of uh, John Wick, Jonathan Wick. He's oh pretty, man, he's pretty good, Ooh. Mr. Wick. Uh, it's the first one. I think I've only seen the first one actually. I'm I'm on the board with you. I've only seen the first one. They I, I, somehow they get either stay just as good or get better. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I could believe that. All right, so favorite, uh, so not a lot of, of media. So, what's your favorite game? Well, I I'm uh, I picked up rather quickly that you guys are uh, are Switch fans. I have a Switch. Nice. That's kind of the the most recent console that I have. Uh, I got I got pretty into Breath of the Wild for a little while. Um, I try. I, I actually before that I did own a Wii U. Believe it or not. <laughs> You were the one of the twelve. We found one. We found them. <laughs> and I played the absolute shit out of Mario Kart Eight, mm. and continued on the Switch. Yes. And that's probably like, if you're looking at game hours, that's probably the top one by far. There you go. Respectable. I Mario Kart Eight was very good. Um, my I had not really delved into a new Mario Kart since Double Dash on the GameCube, and um. Which still, in my opinion, is the best Mario Kart, but because <laughs> there was a lot of time spent on Double Dash. And then when I got my Switch, got in Mario Kart Eight, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's solid. And then you go play online, and you just get absolutely obliterated. I haven't touched online. I like to stick I, with my I little CPU you, buddies. Yeah, I didn't know you could do online Mario Kart Eight. I'm you too can. scared. I'm too scared. <laughs> I'm on that 50 CCs, and that's where I like to be. I'd like to be king. Like, I just I assume. Get... 
I, I assume when I go online, I'll just like they'll start glitching through the map, and then we'll finish in like four seconds. Oh, I, I don't want to touch yeah. any of that. <laughs> um, and finally, favorite TV show before we move forward. Favorite TV show. I'll try to make it quick. Uh, it's a tie. It's a four-way tie between The Office, Community, Thirty Rock, and uh, oh no, I forgot the last one. What's the What's the last one? Is it Parks and Rec? It is Parks and Rec. That's the name yeah. of it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I swear to God, if he says Scrubs, I'm gonna <laughs> flip out. <laughs> Actually, I'd put the I'd put. Scrubs is it a five? Is it now a five-way Scrub. tie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a nice, good old American five-way. <laughs> Everything as you can. It, I'm. Thursday nights at like 7 p.m. when I was in college in, in 2011, 2012, it just hit, you know, mm-hmm. one after the other. It, that was the best block of television that's ever existed for me, and um, I'm stuck in the past. Oh, dude, you and everyone else our age. <laughs> yeah, I was fair. like, well, I say our age. What year did you graduate high school? Oh, 08. Okay. You said you age. said eleven, twelve. We graduated in twenty ten. So I was like, oh man, did we graduate high school in the same year. <laughs> That'd be nice, great. nice. Um, so, Beach, you had some good intro questions. I I liked those. I do. I have some good questions. So, my first question is, you know, Alex, you're obviously known for your music and um, that sexy, sexy uh, Missouri misery, which I lost my virginity to, even though I have a three year old. So, um, how did you? <laughs> If you want to see Alex's questioning face, you can slip <laughs> on over to twitch.tv slash the best podcast. Um, well, as he does the math, um, how did you get into music? Like, if you want to tell us, you're a grown ass man, you can say, nah, I'm not going to answer that. But, like, how did you get into music? Okay, well, I I, I went to church as a, as a child, you know, kind of grew up in the Baptist church. And uh, the piano, the organ player at my church, was offering piano lessons to, you know, whoever wanted them. She was like, you know, hey, I do piano lessons if anybody wants some. And my parents went to my sister and they were like, do you care about music at all? And she was like, no. And this was, <laughs> we were like eight or nine. And uh, my parents looked at me, they were like, do you, do you care about piano at all? And I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. And so I started taking piano lessons and it went pretty well. I kept doing it throughout middle school. I, you know, was in the band in middle school, I played trumpet, uh, and then you know went to high school, did marching band, started picking up guitar, started listening to you know punk rock bands, and then I kept I kept looking over the percussion section. I was like, I feel like if I sat down at that drum set, I could probably I can conceptualize how it works, and so I, I went and I started playing the drums pretty much immediately, and just started picking up things, and then went to school in college for. Uh, for music production and recording and and it just kind of snowballed into where i am now cool dude so <clears throat> i was like you were talking to two banders right here baby i played nice. alto sax um all through middle school and high school and in college i marched in college oh, and uh cool then bj played the baritone all through middle and high school the euphonium the sexiest of instruments <laughs> um, honestly not, not I, quite a low tempo. brass Low brass mm-hmm. had the most fun for real. Uh, as as someone who wasn't in the low brass, I could tell. Yeah, nah, you know we we bang. Um, there was not a lot of I don't think there was a lot of uh, stress put on the low brass a lot of times. So you just really got to have a good time. Just show up is pretty much all we're asking you to do. <laughs> show show the up root and just, notes. <laughs> yeah, a B flat the whole time. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so. 
you got into music. Why did you decide to add your your country? And I put in twang because you know South Georgia. Why did you decide? You know, you heard these pop songs. Everybody's heard these pop songs. Why did you decide to add your country country for nation? Country for nation. Yeah, I made it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you, you know, didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I started YouTube. I started doing YouTube proper in like 2012, uh, and back then it was a much different landscape. YouTube was not nearly as mature as a platform. There there weren't. I mean, there were people making money from YouTube for sure. There were. Mm. I think there were ads by that point. Um, but I, I was very much into the the fearless compilations of the punk goes pop, whatever they wanted to call it, pop goes punk. Yes. And uh, just the idea of genre flipping was was really interesting to me. And I, I found myself not wanting to just do covers, right? Just just like a one-for-one one cover of a song. I'm going to learn it and then play it and, and replicate it. That seemed... There's too many people doing that, and they have way better cameras, and they're way better looking than me, so why are you going to watch me do that, right? <laughs> right. So I, I, I started doing the genre flipping as a way to kind of put my own spin on it, and that quickly... I don't know. Pop punk really fell from grace from like 2014 to 2018. Yeah. yeah. And it just really took a dive. It's it's only just now starting to come back up. But, um, you know, I started looking for other ways to, um, to kind of make things interesting. And I was messing around with that panic at the disco song and it, it's all, it comes down to harmonization and, and chord theory. And, and it's really, it's not that different. It's just you put it on a different sounding instrument and you maybe change the meter and then you put an accent on it and all of a sudden it sounds different. And it was it was very much a meme at first, but then everybody started like sharing it. Yeah, and so it's fucking good. I, I really <laughs> leaned into it. And, um, you know, because I was like, haha, look, look, look what I did with this song. And then everybody was like, why does it actually bang though? Yeah. <laughs> why is why I was like, why have you peaked like the top my top two interests? Yeah. Like you you peaked my like er, late middle school, early high school scene, tight jeans, black band t shirts, going to shows every weekend. You caught mm. that essence of me, as well as growing up in South Georgia and just liking country music no matter what. You really just captured yeah, and, so, like my whole essence of music <laughs> the thing about country music is those dudes are capital m musicians they can play they they like it's a completely different ball game i mean with this like pedal steel stuff and mandolin players banjo those yeah. instruments are n- not easy to play no. and um i i the 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 more i've gotten into the country side of things the more I've tried to tap into, you know, very limited uh, ways of replicating those types of sounds, but um, it's it's a musicality thing that is it's, it's very impressive. And I think what what people don't like about country is the attitude, maybe the maybe the audience a little bit, and the the lyrical content. Mm-hmm. So when you take away that, and you're just left with these dudes who can just shred, right? Um, and it really becomes a lot more palatable 
and um, the the very common comment I get is, I didn't think I liked country music until I heard this, and I'm I'm honored to be the gateway, right? But I am right. definitely not the end point. There is so much good country out there that that people can then go find from you know this little me cracking the door open a little bit. Yeah, you're taking everybody who is just like you know so punk and so anti-establishment you're just like this is the music i like this is what i connect with blah blah and you're like oh that's all you love listen to it now and they're like that's pretty great <laughs> <laughs> they're like i didn't think i'd like that i mean and 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 country gets such a hard rap now with you know being so mainstream that it's almost pop i mean but you really have to like and once you get past those guys like and then you really get into some of these just amazing country artists that aren't making the, 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 the standard girl truck beer Friday night dirt road, dirt road. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can, and, and and one of my favorite things is during, um, the, your panic at the disco cover where you were just like, girl. (laughs) And I was like, you just (laughs) literally were just like, all right, this whole thing from country music just shoved it in there. <laughs> that this thing that did not even belong in that song, right? And I was like, God, yeah. it fits so good. <laughs> the girl, the girl has become a bit of a meme, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love that that was kind of. Would you say that was was that the first one that you did the the panic? Because the way you shot that was a little bit different than how you've done moving forward. Where it was like, oh, I'm I'm goofing off at a show. I'm going to play this song weird, and it had all like the um, the annotations on the screen and, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it was really, it really brought me into it. And I was like, this is hilarious, but the song is so good. Yeah. And, and I, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I'll I, go ahead. I'll go ahead and just say <laughs> that. Um, I agree with you. You said a second ago that that is really what kind of brought people in. They're like, okay, this slaps though. Yeah. It's uh, that I felt like I needed to, to, provide some type of context with the words on the screen to, to kind of make it into a bit of a, a like a, almost like a sketch mm-hmm. where you get some, some backstory. Okay. Why exactly is he doing this? Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I felt like I needed to justify it and, and I guess I, I didn't really need to justify it in the end. It, it, it can exist on its own, but it is a fun little thing to, to try to throw a couple jokes in there at the same time. And I, I think it's a good, it was probably a good way to ease your audience into, into that and say, all right, we're going to start doing this now. Cause <laughs> yeah. y- you know, at, you know, before that it was post Malone covers is pop punk. Yeah. Taylor Swift is pop punk. You were doing one of my favorites. Your what if blink One Eighty Two wrote this song? Like those are fantastic. And, and I'm going to get into a little bit of that, but um, I feel like I've taken over your portion here, Beach. No. <laughs> Continue. Enjoy. Just enjoy your time, son. <laughs> son. Um, so I want to. I I like that your last two questions as as for the end here, Beach. So I'm going to get into a little bit here. Um, so I found you, Alex, a way that I'm sure a lot of people did through your love story TikTok, and um, I watched it on. I think I was just scrolling through Twitter. I don't even think I. I think you're the reason I downloaded TikTok was to go in and be like, oh my God, who's this person? <laughs> um, <laughs> so that blew up basically overnight. Um, I know you have an entire YouTube video dedicated to you talking about 
that experience. Um, but if you wouldn't mind talking about it a little bit here, yeah. just what it was like to be like, oh, overnight, a million people watched something I put up. Yeah, it was it was weird because I, I it was right at the the start of this whole quarantine stuff is when I really I decided to try to do something on TikTok proper because I I'd post like you know you'll take a YouTube video and and make it nine by sixteen instead of sixteen by nine and then just throw mm-hmm. it on TikTok and it never like my stuff never did well on there you almost have to have momentum for it to be shown to other people and then nobody likes it whatever but um i had all this free time we were stuck at home and i was like okay let me try to do some stuff and i started doing some things that got just a little bit of traction on on tiktok and it was all music related and and actually the first (laughs) the first uh the first thing that ever got more than like 20 views was um i took a video of of my setup i was in this room with in my studio and i was playing call of duty with my buddies and i was showing off my like very complicated audio rig like we were touching on earlier like all right i've got this <laughs> mic going here and then the game audio is coming through here and then i can mix them and send them back out and record it and then like it, it was just me nerding out about how to like record a call of duty gameplay video <laughs> with my friends right and uh but you know i kept i kept messing with tiktok and and um started to get some people paying attention and the funny thing about making stuff is the more people that watch the more energy and heart you want to put into it because now you know there's people watching so the stakes are higher i want to keep building on it cuz when you're you're putting out stuff and nobody watches it's like okay well i'll just put this video out today I'll put kind of the similar video out the next day. Just keep trying something until it hits. But um, I, I had the idea because that, that love story trend was really big at the time where people mm-hmm. would kind of push away the camera and they would do this little dance to the uh, the remix of that Taylor Swift song. And I was like, what if I did it, but I just covered it and then kind of merged the two audios together. And I, you know, working in live a live performance venue, I have access to this big stage and I was like, what if I just program some lights really quick? And uh, I filmed it in, in an afternoon. Um, I was at work, bored, just messing with lights. And, and I ended up filming it there. And uh, I went home and, and recorded like a proper cover of it for that 20 seconds or whatever. And put it all together. And my girlfriend got home and I showed it to her. I was like, this is really cool. I'm going to post it tonight. And... Um, yeah, it just within minutes of posting a TikTok that does well, you can tell it's going to do well. It's this weird thing where it just builds momentum and it keeps picking up steam and more and more people see it, more and more people like it, comment, share, and then it just snowballs. And I knew in the first 20 minutes, like this is completely blowing everything else out of the water that I've ever done. And and like you said, I mean, I woke up the next morning and it had a million views and uh, my phone would not stop giving me notifications. <laughs> wow. That was TikTok. my question. Did you at I mean, how did you even sleep that night? <laughs> it's kind of what it was. I mean, it was, it was tough. It, yeah, because I, I can't imagine because I know some people who create, you know, stuff on on social media, things like that, that just get 
thousands and thousands of comments and shares and views and, and, and things you would normally get notifications for. I feel like those people have just learned just to turn all that off. But for somebody who has, you know, gotten traction, but not like that, you right. know, you might have not gone through that and be like, all right, I'm really just going to turn notifications off and I'll check it every once in a while or something. But I just, I couldn't even, your phone was probably just like, dude, what? <laughs> At one point I had to put it in do not disturb because it was like overheating. And I was, I had this anxiety. It was, it was an anxiety. I was like, I have to read everything because of what if somebody says something bad about me, mm-hmm. I need to know that exists so I can worry about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, Which um, is, yeah. I mean, that's just, it's so funny. Cause I don't know if I've ever had the chance to sit down with somebody who overnight went, you know, viral like that. And you always wonder, it's like, what did that feel like? I mean, were you just like, Oh my God. My girlfriend had to had to turn to me at one point and was like, "We're watching this show, and if you don't put your phone down, like, there's no point in us watching this show. <laughs> like, stop reading the comments." And um, yeah, I it, I was very lucky in that a lot of it translated to actual. Like, that's the thing I wanted to blow up for on TikTok. Right. It's so easy to just like post something dumb, and then like you get like 20 million views. And yeah. it's completely random, and then everybody's like, ha-ha, and then they move on. I actually got some followers from it, and that's how the YouTube ball started rolling, really, is, is people would come from TikTok, and I think that showed the YouTube algorithm, hey, maybe we should show this to a couple more people, and then that's kind of how it worked, I think. But. Oh, for sure, and that, that just seems awesome. I feel like it – I know – if that something like that were to happen for me, like you mentioned earlier, it really would give me the, the drive and the confidence to continue on with that and, and just say, Oh, people like this. Like, we got to put more time and effort into it. And, you know, a lot of times when I talk to people about BJ and I's podcast, we, we didn't really start it as much of anything. We started it because we're best friends. We don't get to see each other because we don't live near each other and we want to hang out. And we were already talking about this stuff anyway. We might as well record it and put it out there for other people who want to check it out too. Um, and it, you know, we, if we get more shares and more views and more ratings, that's awesome. And we appreciate everybody who's in our group and, and, and is so supportive of us. But um, it started out as just us wanting to, to hang out and, and talk like we always do. And, um, that's just, a, and especially for you with your music, it is something that you love and enjoy doing that you're going to do regardless to yeah. have people support and, and really appreciate what you're putting out there. I'm sure it's just awesome. That's the thing about, about dudes. I think specifically dudes, we have to have a reason to get together. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's why my friend and I started a podcast a couple of years ago. We were like, I just want an excuse to get uh, to get together and like hang out with you. And it's mandatory almost, you know, it's yep. self-imposed, but yep. like we're going to do it because we've put this false pressure on it, mm-hmm. but that makes it happen because if it, you know, if it was just us on like a phone call, we'd be like, Oh no, I got I got to cook dinner or like take the dog for a walk or whatever. So let's, let's just put it off. But it giving yourself the, the thing to focus on. I think that's what, uh, bands are really formed for as well like let's get together and drink a few beers once a week and practice yeah and then it turns into something (laughs) yeah it's it's a cool thing oh yeah and then especially we had touched on earlier with the the rise in in 
quality of video calls lately and things like that. Um, BJ and I have been able to play Dungeons and Dragons with some of our other buddies that we grew up with. And that's another self-imposed. We play Monday nights from mm-hmm. eight o'clock to 10. You know, it's like something I have trapped all of them to play Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons with me. I swear to God, if you leave me. <laughs> and I mean, it's one of those things, just like you said, I mean, this week we, you know, we didn't even play the game for the first 30 minutes. We just talked yeah. around because, like, BJ's starting a new job. One of our other buddies is starting a new job. Like, we're just talking about life. But, like you said, we have scheduled our lives around that. So, that is our time to talk. So Yeah. And it's it's a cool little dopamine hit because you've tricked your brain into thinking you've checked something off your to-do list. <laughs> yes. And, man, I che- I love to-do list. Did that today. Sat down at work when I got there this morning. Wrote down everything I needed to do today. Oh, yes. So I will say, um, kind of going back to my list here, um, the night I saw your TikTok, I went on. So we had recorded this podcast and I saw it scrolling on Twitter while I was doing, you know, exporting and things like that. Um, I went to your YouTube and literally watched, I think, your entire library. <laughs> and I verified that by going back to BJ and I's Discord messages. And I think I was sending him stuff at like three in the morning. <laughs> just to just so he would see it the next day and be like, I was like, you have to look at this. <laughs> Man, that's that's really cool to hear. It was just what you know how people you say you go down YouTube rabbit holes. I mean, that was it, man. I oh, was yeah. hooked. I was like, what? What does he cover as Bleak One Eighty Two next? <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, and I mean, I lo- I've mentioned that already, but love the Post Malone covers. I mean, that is that just? I wanted to ask about that specifically because I feel like that's the only, let's say, rap thing that you've covered so far. But Post is such an interesting thing to cover because he is so punk in that aspect i mean was it something that you were like i'll uh, post one and i'm gonna do it or this would be really easy to transition into a pop punk song both of those things for sure uh with the popularity of him at the time i guess i by the time i got around to covering his stuff he wasn't like peak peak post malone mm-hmm. but he's still you know one of the biggest names in pop and um it, it is it it's a lot of hip hop um, and trap aesthetics, but when you really break it down, he's he's singing a melody over uh, like a chord progression, right? Which is not really usually the case when you have stuff that sounds like Post Malone. Normally, it doesn't really follow that more traditional song structure. I'm not trying to say that hip hop isn't isn't music. Of course, I'm not some weird Ben Shapiro guy. But um, <laughs> uh, now you're really fitting into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Post Malone, it's it's incredibly easy to take his stuff and and turn it into a different genre. And I think especially guitar based music mm-hmm. fits really well with his stuff. And I had seen um, this was a, a year or two ago at this point, but um, I had seen. Or I I'd been listening to Sunflower and I was like, God, this would be a great song to like play as a full band. And then like I started getting into that and seeing that people had actually thought obviously the same way that I did and started covering it, things like that. And and that really just stretches into most of his stuff. Like your cover of Psycho, I'm just like so good. <laughs> That's my That's, favorite Post Malone one that I did. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so good. <laughs> it's like a staple in the like I I'll go to the gym and I'll, that's like worked into my. I have a whole playlist of workout songs that's just pop punk. <laughs> so constantly every year, 
it's like, oh, your most listened to songs were all these songs that were the same as last year because you listen to them every day at the gym. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That's and funny. my Spotify rap this year, which is hilarious because I think I really found your stuff in, I'll say, like early September, I think is when I, uh, September of last year. Um, and I think I screenshotted it and tweeted at you at the end of the year. And I was like, I found you in September. You were already at the top of my listen to in <laughs> 2020 on Spotify wrapped. Cause oh, I'm man. obsessed. Um, <laughs> and I know I mentioned the, um, Bleak 182 stuff. Jason Schreier, who is a video game reporter for YouTube actually called you out for the one week bare naked ladies cover. Oh, no on way. Twitter. And um, I saw that. I was like, oh, what a weird... Because this happened like this past week, I think. And I was like, what a weird coincidence. It is the merging of what we're doing this week. <laughs> <Video games. laughs> That's cool. And um, what's funny about that that I've really liked that you've done is you brought up you know mean, or mean comments earlier. You want to know what they're saying. Is that yes. you kind of turn that around on itself and, and, and kind of played that into some of the TikToks you've put out lately, you'll put the people's mean comments up on the screen while you're doing it. I think you did that with Missouri business and it was, I think definitely in the, the uh, one week cover was a lot of, we feel like that was more negatively received than some of your other stuff or. Um, with the one week specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I feel uh, like from what I've seen you share, just like with people being like, and I think you did the duality of it, of like the duality of comments, oh, right? Yeah. Like the one person was like, this is the worst cover I've ever heard. And then you flipped it and like the next picture was like, this is the best cover I've ever heard. <laughs> it's so funny to, uh, it's, it's, it's directly proportional to how popular a video is, right? <clears throat> There's this graph. It's like a video is mildly popular and it's no- nothing but positivity in the comments and people just being like, hey, this is really cool. I wanted to take a second and comment to you and tell you how much I like this. But then it reaches this point where people click on the video and they see all those positive comments and they want to be contrarian almost, I think. And and so mm-hmm. it reaches this tipping point where it gets more popular and people are like, actually, no, this guy has <laughs> got too big of a head now. I need to come in here and bring him back down to earth. And I am not above criticism. I know that. I'm just a guy in a spare bedroom with a couple of guitars, you know, it's not like I'm doing some kind of world-class studio professional recording or whatever. If people come in and they're they're like, you know, I can tell you were lip syncing during this video. That's not, you're not playing the right thing on your left hand there. And it's like, yeah, I recorded it. And then I set up my camera afterwards. (laughs) Like, what do you want? You're like, I don't know. No, I didn't live produce my YouTube video. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's uh it's it's this weird dichotomy of of people that that really they they like were inspired by it or they really found it to be something they enjoyed and they want to tell you about it and then these people mm-hmm. that are like this guy's too, is up on his high horse now I got to I got to bring him back down to the ground and um it it you ha- it, I'm not there yet I'm in the process of learning to not take either of the extremes very seriously Right, because you can't if you if you right. if you read too much into people saying how amazing you are, then the the other side exists always, mm. and um, you know it's 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 been one of the challenges of of the last couple months is is trying to navigate mentally how to deal with with that. Hmm. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> 
Beej, I want to know your two last questions that you got here. So I have two more. Um, so are there any other songs you kind of have like, and you can say BJ, shut, shut the hell up. Um, do you have like any songs you have like your eye on to cover? Like something like you're like, I, I really want to, I really want to get that one. Like it's a fish or something weird. I don't know. It, I have a list. I have like a, a large list. There's a notes, the, the notes app on my phone has just like this right. list of songs. And uh, I'll kind of, you, you can conceptualize in your head like, oh, hey, this is how I would do it. And then I get in the studio. Sometimes it works out perfect first time. Other times I'm like, well, that did not sound the same <laughs> in the room as it did in my head. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's constantly being added to that list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll cross things off if they don't work. But I think I want to do um, right now. I, it's it's a weird, tricky thing because I'm I'm moving. I don't have access to every single piece of gear. Uh, and the full production, full scale production. I'm, I'm trying to do these things that are a little bit, a little bit more stripped down. So I don't want to quote unquote waste a great idea on one of these more stripped down versions. Right. 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 So I'm I'm looking at "Call Me Maybe" by Carly Rae Jepsen Ooh. as a country song. Once I get the full production back up, mm-hmm. I think that'll be the first one I hit the ground running with. That's cool, dude. I like, I like that. that. <laughs> oh, jinx. So, and I liked, um, I'm going to steal BJ's last question. Oh, okay. That's fine. I worked really hard on it, but as Oh, no, you go ahead then. Say it at the same no, time. Absolutely not. This is your day. Take it. Would you say in that giant list of questions, what is your holy grail song? Is there a song that's too sacred? Is there a song that you're like, I don't think I could ever pull that off? Oh, man. Um,. Gosh, I I I want to say that every no song is above my my wrath. <laughs> no song is safe. <laughs> um, I there are songs where I've tried and tried to make them work. I'll I'll put it down for a few months and revisit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't know I. Feeling This by Blink-182 is such a special song to me. And it, it's such a unique song in the the delivery of it. I don't know how I would flip that, really, mm-hmm. um, in its full form. I've, I have done, I have covered the chorus of Feeling This yes. uh, in a song. But, like, the full version, I don't know. It's just something about that song that's... It's it's my favorite Blink-182 song, and... and uh, I think if I had to give an answer, that would be the answer. That was the uh, Mayday Parade, Jamie yeah. All Over? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> I grew up, so BJ and I are from, um, I don't care, saying this, Bainbridge, Georgia. I think we've said whoa, this whoa, before. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't even live there anymore. <laughs> um, you're the one. You're the one in trouble. So, <laughs> um, so we grew up right above Tallahassee, Florida. So, you know, where Mayday Parade started out. I remember going to in high school going to one of my friends birthday parties and like Mayday Parade was the band at the party. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that. Like it was like, that's how crazy it was. <laughs> Who wow. Is this? So I was like an eighth grade, I think eighth or ninth grade. Like it was at like the VFW or something. And like the Mayday Parade was the band at the party. And, um, you know, between them and like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen go radio and like, um, Jason Lancaster and like Daniel Lancaster, like they're, I, 
they say they're from Tallahassee. They're like from where we're from, like from Bainbridge, that area. Okay. Um, you know, with, with Daniel doing stages and stereos and things like that. Um, so I grew up, I mean, just in that scene, like going to these like really local places in Tallahassee, Florida. Cause that's, that's about 40 minutes away from us. Okay. Um, so that's kind of where we would go to do so. Cause we're from a small town it's not, you're not getting that here. Yeah. I f- I f- and, I'm same way. And I, I really feel like that's where our generation, I'll say, uh, you know, appreciation for the, for the, punk scene the pop punk scene came from is going to these like small shows and things like that and i really feel like unfortunately a lot of that's lost i've seen a lot of these places that i used to go close and there's no not a lot of these local venues anymore that are just for small bands like up and coming that kind of thing but and i really f- love that you know with tiktok and youtube and and things like that i feel like pop punk is making a resurgence and it's weird because it it's, it's, yeah. it's weird because it's the same pop punk that's from when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, they, they're rediscovering these these songs that we grew up on. And um, I, and I've and, and through that, I've actually been exposed to some new bands that I didn't even know about that have very similar sounds to um, the things that I love, the things I listen to every day. Um, and I think I just that's also awesome. I think through stuff that you're doing, it's really opening people's eyes to. A genre that may, like we said earlier, a genre that they might not have listened to previously. Yeah. I I don't, I don't want to be like a, a, I'm not considering myself like a spokesperson for anything, but um, (laughs) I, I am, am definitely glad to be able to, to maybe introduce people or reintroduce people to concepts and, and musical ideas that, that they can connect with. Cause that's what it's about. You know, it's connecting with music you like. I think if you were a spokesperson for anything, it would be pop punk songs turn country. <laughs> so I think that one very much fits. Wear that and badge with pride. There you go. Do you think, and this is going to be one of my final questions. Do you think you will, for the time being, continue this, you know, I think the, what you would put it is, was the punk goes country series. Uh, do you think you'll continue that for the time being, or do you think you'll try to sprinkle in some of those pop punk covers of other songs? I know you said the Carly Rae Jimson one. So do you think you're going to try to do a little bit of even release in that, in that format? Give us a country, give us a pop punk, give us, you know, back and forth or. Yeah, that's, that's the cool thing is, is I think kind of going back and forth is really cool because when I get tired or uninspired of one side of it, it's a completely different aesthetic switching to, to the other side where I can kind of get some fresh ideas where I maybe haven't touched in a couple of weeks. And then I, you know, it, it keeps things interesting for me and for, I think people that want to watch. So I think that's the best way to do it. Absolutely. Man, BJ, you got anything else? Um, you said you played trumpet. Have you ever thought about bringing the trumpet in? Ooh, to the give music? me some, give me some. I'm a, I'm a good ska. I'm a, I'm a good ska guy. You some, know, I'm, some, I'm sure some real big fish. You guys know, right? You have to keep up the embouchure because <laughs> if you stop playing, it's gone. <laughs> I haven't touched the phone, the baritone in eleven years. <laughs> like, it is just putty. You just, can probably do your your scales right. You know the fingerings or whatever, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. the lips aren't there anymore. They, it just it would sound like complete ass. <laughs> <laughs> ass. <laughs> 
I, I will say I'll break out the saxophone every once in a while. I mean, even though I marched in college, I stopped my uh, junior year and then didn't do my senior year, went to pharmacy school, you know, that kind of thing. So I really didn't play as much as I used to. I mean, cause it was before four times a week for hours on end. Yeah. Um, grueling schedule. Yeah. So then, I mean, you're just like nothing. You play forever. So then I had quit playing for uh, two, two, three years at this point. And then I'd come home and my hometown does like a um, Christmas community band thing where they'll play like Christmas songs. People come sing that kind of thing. So I played with them and um, I mean, it was just gone. Right. So we practiced for like an hour and I'm doing the whole like, like blowing my lips and like trying to work, you know, loosen everything up. And our old band director is sitting behind me. He just starts laughing. He's like, so getting old, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does. Oh man. But that's, I, I think work up those chops. If you still have your trumpet, really bring that in. Give us some, some trumpet action. That's that's, a, that's one of those long-term goals I can work for. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this was so great. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I was I, I was a little nervous to be like, hey, you want to come on our video game podcast and talk about music? <laughs> I, I know enough about video games to hang in there. That's <laughs> He laughed at my Kingdom Hearts joke. Whether it was pity or not, I don't ah. care. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, he got me. I don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> no one does. That's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> Gang, you can find BJ and I on Twitter. BJ is at BGuest92. You can find me on Twitter, Griffin underscore guitar. You can find our podcasts on twitter at the best podcast that's where we do a lot of announcements that's where he said alex was coming on the show you can watch us on twitch like we've said multiple times uh twitch.tv slash the best podcast you can find us on all of the podcasting platforms just like we say every week now i'm going to turn it over to alex alex tell everybody where they can find you uh youtube.com slash vacation room studio uh, that's the URL for the channel. That was going to be my, my recording studio where I recorded clients. Didn't work out. We're here anyway. Um, Twitter slash Alex Melton. Uh, yeah. Twitch.tv slash best palcast. That's us. That's us, Griffin. I'm clipping, that, I'm, I'm clipping that out. I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be, that's going to be my text tone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alex, thanks for taking the time to just dick around. (laughs) Thanks for having (laughs) me. This was super fun, guys. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. WandaVision! WandaVision!